It's the weekend and you're tuning in to a daily devotional. Look at you. We're so proud. We're honestly even proud to be doing this. <laughs> Happy Saturday. Welcome to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. We're so thankful that we get to do these with you all. And then again, a special thank you for tuning on the weekend. Yes. Babe, do you got a good one for us today? I think this one's pretty good. You ready? What's it titled? Bold Prayer. If, y'all. Y'all, we're, fit, we're, we're fixing to be in bold prayer for y'all. <laughs> All right, let's get started. If you have your Thrive Bible, it is on page 1481. And if you don't, we are in Ephesians 3, specifically Ephesians 3.12. And it says, Because of Christ and our faith in Him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, there is power in prayer. Don't underestimate the power of your prayers. I hear, and when I don't answer the way you want me to, it is because I know and want what is best for you. I may not always give you the desires of your heart because the desires of my heart for you and my plan are so much bigger and better. Begin by praying that my will may be done in your life. And anytime you pray according to my word, my mighty hand will move in extraordinary ways. So come boldly, knowing that you have the ear of the King who loves it when you pray. Love your Heavenly Father. The reflection says, What a privilege to know we have access to the throne room of God. We are not on the outside looking in. We are actually part of God's family. His Spirit is alive in us, and His power is activated by our prayers. Don't be afraid to go confidently to your heavenly father and speak to him about whatever is on your heart. He cares. The treasure of truth. Don't be shy. Walk boldly into the presence of God. Hmm. Babe, I have an idea for this podcast if you're down for it. I'm down. Do you want to talk about some like tips for prayer for people? Yeah. Um, I, I really, I really do want to encourage you all in prayer to pray um, I, my prayer life is not always the best. And so I've had to learn different techniques to help me pray. Um, because I'm not like a natural prayer. I didn't grow up. Like I didn't develop like a good prayer life, so to speak growing up. And so it's kind of unnatural for me. And so, yeah, let's just take a few minutes and encourage them in, in different ways to pray. I'm just going to go ahead and jump in and share my first little tidbit on uh, how to pray. Um, so I actually pray in this method. It's called ACTS and, it, and, and it's A-C-T-S. And each letter that I just mentioned stands for a word that kind of helps you guide your prayer. So for example, the A is adoration. So my first little step in prayer, I spend time adoring God. You know, God, you know, just thank you for how majestic and big you are. Thank you, you know, the end from the beginning, you know, and, and you just adore God for, for, for him being God. And then the C is confession. Uh, that's time I'll spend. Like, God, I'm sorry that I had those thoughts. Or I'm sorry I did that thing. God, please forgive me for those. And then I'll move into T, which is Thanksgiving. Then I just share things I'm thankful for. Lord, thank you for my smoking hot wife. Lord, thank you for that conversation I had with that random stranger. Thank you for how you came through for us and we paid that bill on time. Or, and then and then the S is supplication, which is also just kind of, you know, like asking for help, asking for things. And so... What, what, what's nice is, is that I think a lot of us can think that prayer life is just asking for stuff, mm-hmm. but I feel like this technique helps you 
it helps you cover your bases and talk to God in so many different levels. It helps yeah. you get underneath him in confession. Right. It helps you to lift him up in adoration. It helps you humble yourself and just thank him and realize that it's from him. And then it also helps you come to him as a child and actually ask him for help with things. Yeah, I love that. And I feel like when I started really pressing into that, because I did grow up in the church and my, my um, prayer life looked a little different in terms of I really felt like I was kind of in constant communication with God, and that's still how I talk to him in a lot of ways. But when I had devoted prayer time in the morning and I started journaling my prayers, which I really encourage you to do if you don't do that now, um, the adoration part of it just really hit me in a way that it put things in perspective before I did everything else. Because when you adore, like Chad said, the majesty of God, that the fact that we have the privilege to be in communication with him in his throne room, in his immediate family. When we grasp that, it makes all of our problems that we're going to get to later in the prayer kind of puts them in perspective. And it also reminds us that the things that we're praying for that might seem big are so small to him in comparison to how big he really is. And so I really, really love the adoration part of it. And I also kind of had in the notes part of my Bible, just on the side, um, the armor of God. And I think it's really important for us to remember this in our prayer life, um, to put on the armor of God daily. And we can do that inside of our prayers as well. And if you don't know what the armor of God is, it's in Ephesians 6, and it starts at verse uh, 10. And I'll just paraphrase. It's the belt of truth the body armor of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. And these are to be worn daily so that we can resist the evil strategies of the devil so that we can be strong. We can stand firm. We can speak boldly. And I think that we only are able to do that when we have a strong prayer life. Yeah. I'm really going to second what you said earlier about writing down your prayers. A lot of the reason that helped me was that because I knew scripture pretty well, but I didn't know prayer very well, I was able to write down my prayers. And number one, it, it slowed me down where my brain wasn't just going wild. So I had to really think about these prayers. But as I was writing down the prayers, I would write down something and I would be like, oh, wait, that's not in God's character. That, that's not who God is, you know? And so I was able to really look at the things I was actually asking for and say, oh, is this actually something I should be asking for? And so that was a really good way it helped me in terms of writing things down. And to piggyback off of that point, one of the most important things that I've learned in prayer is, you know, so there's that, so there's that scripture in John 16, 24, and it says, until now you've asked nothing in my name, ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Well, okay, so what does that mean, Chad? Well, have you guys ever wondered why we say in Jesus' name, amen? It's because what we're doing is we're praying in his name. We're praying with his power, with his authority. We're praying as if, yes, Jesus wants this. And so I thought of a random analogy one time as I was talking to a friend about this, about what that actually means. And I was like, okay, so imagine that we're going to go out to eat together, but you're running late. Okay, I'm at the restaurant and you're about 15 minutes late. Then you text me and you say, hey, go ahead and order for me. I'm going to be a little late. And I say, okay, cool. Now me knowing you, I know that you're allergic to peanuts and I know that you're allergic to shellfish. Am I going to order you some crabs and some type of peanut butter dip or whatever it is? No, I'm not because it's bad for you. You wouldn't order that on your own. 
And so that's just one little baby litmus test I put through prayer. Um, now, of course, that doesn't mean that all prayers are bad or, you know, or quote unquote, Jesus is allergic to them. I'm not saying that at all, because if you do see a situation where someone could really use prayer, yes, pray for that healing. Yes, pray for that provision. Yes, pray for those things. But I know that I found myself getting down when my prayers aren't answered. And so for me personally, I, I have to always come back to, Lord, let your will be done, not my own. And so, but that's like a, you know another way of saying that. Have you ever prayed for that relationship to work out? And then you look back years later and you're like, Lord, thank you for not answering that prayer. Cause I've had that. Amen. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Praise you Lord for not answering that prayer. Dead serious. No, but seriously. Oh my goodness. Well, babe, <laughs> would you like to pray him on out of this praying one? Yes. Let's do that. Dear heavenly father, we just pray your will over our lives. Lord, that we, desire your plan over our lives more than our own, that we remember that your character, uh, that your thoughts, they're higher than ours, Lord, that we remember that you count it as joy when we come to you uh, in prayer, that this is not a one-way relationship, Lord, that you want to hear from us, that you want us to tell you the desires of our heart, Lord, but that we can ultimately trust that no matter what we pray, your desire for us is better than our own. So we can trust you in that, Lord, but we do want to pray bold prayers. We want to pray for healing. We want to pray for redemption. We want to pray for blessings, God. And so I just pray that you empower us to do that and give us perseverance to keep praying until we see that victory come. Lord, we love you and we thank you for this reminder. Uh, We want to continue praying these bold prayers every day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Thank you for tuning in on this super Saturday. We hope that you can uh, tuck away a little time to pray a little bit today. Uh, We love you, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.